I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Two Cups of Tea. I'm Chris Heath, and I've got the best job in podcasting, because I get to stick the kettle on, take the foil wrapper off a mint Viscount, and listen to another amazing life story from an older legend. Today, I've come to Bethnal Green in that London to meet the fantastic 93-year-old Phyllis. Her life story is a brilliant one. Her life story is a brilliant one. Starting in 1925 in Clerkenwell, the daughter of Irena and Vito, two Italian immigrants, her tale features pies delivered by pulley, ice cream barrers, burning slippers, 10 Downing Street, headless Catholic statues and a bargain wedding cake. Brilliantly, she also used to leave little notes in the pockets of the sailor's uniform she manufactured during World War II. But more of that later. It's quite a life. Okay then, I'll go in and set up the microphones while you listen to the theme tune. Let's do this. Today we are into gorgeous spring afternoon and we are here in Bethnal Green. But is Bethnal Green where you were born? No, I was born in Clerkenwell. Clerkenwell. Hoban, near Hoban. And if you don't mind me asking, how long ago were you born? 1925. I've been 93 on the 16th of May. Um, so where were you? So you were born on Clerkenwell Road. So is that far from here? No. It's just the bus ride. 55 bus would take you right outside the church. So tell me about your mum and dad. Oh, my mother's name was Irene. In Italian, it's Irena. And my father was Victor, uh, Vito. Vito? Yeah, say. So when did, were they, and were they born in Italy and came over? Or? He came over. When did they come? They came over. They came over as youngsters. Do you, do you know where they're from in Italy originally? Well, my father came from Napoli. Yeah. And my mother, she came from a little village called Abilina. We did try to find it, but my husband, Jesse, and I, we cotton. We went over. Yeah. When you when you couldn't find it, when you and your husband went no, over. My sister went over there once. Yeah. And uh, her husband. And uh, they should, that was when it was primitive, you know? Yes. When my sister said to my brother-in-law, because he went, she said, where's the toilet? He said, well, you go in the fields, you see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had no toilets, did they? And what do you remember most? What's your earliest memory? 
And my earliest memory. Yeah, was it like playing in the streets? Yeah, or? Uh, I can remember quite a lot. When we lived in uh, Saffron Hill. Yeah. But then when they came over, they bought a shop. Oh, and do you remember being in the shop? Yeah, in Sandy's Row. Yeah. In just near Liverpool Street. Oh, yes. And uh, we, uh, well, I don't know how many in the bed. But anyway, the shop got... My mother used to make steak and kidney puddings. Yeah. And we were... In front of us was the head of the Salvation Army. Right, yeah. We used to play with the children. And she used to make steak and kidney puddings. Yeah. And the people used to come in in the morning... Yeah. ...order the steak and kidney puddings, and she used to put them on a string and send them over on a string... What, on a pulley? What, like, send them over the street? On a pulley, yeah. That's the best way I've ever heard to deliver yeah. a pie. and because she was a good cook. Yeah. And anyway, we moved to number seven, and we were there during the war. My father was an ashfelter on what they called the pot. That's the heat. You know the fire? Yes, yeah. It's a heat. And in the summer... He made ice cream. Oh, lovely. It was a beautiful ice cream. He made a lemon ice as well as a vanilla, and I've never seen that ice since because he used to put fresh lemon in it. Fresh slices of lemon used to go in the ice cream. And he used to go out about half past 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, all around Spitalfields Market. Did he have it in like a... Was he oh, s- yeah, selling... no, on a barra. I can show you his barra. He used to have the um, a franchise outside Christ Church, a uh, church. Yeah. He used to stand there as well, selling ice cream. So and, and so he'd make it fresh and then take it down there? Yeah, my mother worked very, very hard. So she was making the steak and kidney puddings and... No, well, we'd move from the shop. Oh, okay. So it was. So she went from making pies to, to the ice, ice cream. cream. So did they both make it then? No, my mother mostly. Oh, okay. Mom. So what other flavours do you remember? So there was the lemon one. The lemon was lovely. Yeah. It had fresh lemon, but I've never seen it since. And it was really good ice cream. Yeah. My mother worked very, very hard. And I used to watch her. She used to watch wash blankets. Yeah. Sheets. Everything and put them through the mangle. We had a yard in them days in number seven. Yeah. And uh, she worked very, very hard, as well as looking after us. Do you know what? That's the one thing I've found with everyone I've spoken to so far. It's always the mums who bear the brunt of everything. Yeah. Well, what happened was... My brother, he was fire-watching. Yeah. My brother used to, was he was only 20, and yeah. he was fire-watching, and the bomb threw him, and he was always ill after that. Yeah. So uh, he couldn't keep nothing down, but he stayed with my sister, and he, he was all right. Yeah. Anyway, my father, he got a specialist from the Italian hospital. Right. He came... And he said he was going to only live another couple of days. God. So when my father came home from work, yeah. 
my sister told him, and she put soup out for him to eat, and he dropped dead. Yeah. And my brother died, bless him, the next morning. Oh, my God. So it was a double funeral. Oh, that's terrible. Was, uh, yeah. As I say, we, we were well looked after, and it was a tragedy. They yeah. said my mother would never get over it, but she did. Good. Bless her, she lived till she was 70. And we had a dog called Floss. Yeah. And he went with my father everywhere with the barrel and the ice cream. Yeah. And that dog used to warn us when the air raids were coming because he would whine before the warning went. Really? Really. I wonder how it knew. Yeah, yeah he used to whine. He was only little, he was only a mongrel. Oh. But, yeah. You must have been about 14 at this point. Yeah, I was just leaving school. Right. I'd just left. And my mother, my sister and brother was going to be evacuated. Right. So my mother said, as you've only just left school, I'm going to ask if you can go with them to be evacuated. Yeah. I went with them. And she tied a ribbon round my neck. Yeah. And I can't tell you, but she put money in it. And she said, if you're not happy, this is money for you to get in touch. Right. But how much money, I can't remember. Yeah. And we all stood on Liverpool Street Station. Yeah. Crying our eyes out with a bag, with a tin of corned beef, biscuits and a few sweets. Oh, well, you must have been breaking your heart. And we went to Kings Lynn, but oh. we were uh, we were abilities with very, very nice people. Oh, well, that's lucky. And we stayed there for a year. So tell me about your brothers and sisters. How many did you have? I had five sisters yeah. and four brothers. And there was Nina, bless her. Yeah. She was very, very clever. She was the first one to win a scholarship in the Italian church school. Blimey. And then I had a sister named Mary. Yeah. She was a bit older than Nina. Yeah. And then I had a sister named... Rosie, yeah, she'll be 90 this year, yeah. And I've got another sister, Gracie, that was 90 last year. And I've got Margaret, bless her, she's recently died. Oh, I'm sorry, she's died. And then my brothers, Albert, he's since died. Uh, I had Fury, he was the one that died with my father, yes. And then I had Charlie. Yeah. Now, he worked for the Ministry of Works. He'd done a lot of work, and he laid the floor in 10 Downing Street. No way. Yes. And what, it, like, 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 like a hardwood floor or...? or, or in 10 Downing Street. Oh, my God. And then um, he went into Buckingham Palace, and he see the Queen... Walking down the corridor. 
But he never spoke to her, but he walking down. Well, the that's a very respectful thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I suppose he, should, he would have got in trouble if he'd spoke yeah, to her. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, he's done a lot of work. So he did the floor into. So that floor will still be there. So the I floor in Ten so. Downing Street. I think it was black and white. Was done by your brother Charlie. Yeah, he's done a lot of work. He he was in business for fifty years. Fifty years. Suprema Flooring. Yeah. And it's still going. Well, I came from a lovely, lovely family. Yeah. And we used to bring all our friends home. And my mother would put a great big round of spaghetti, meatballs. They used to love it. That probably would have been your friend's first taste of things like spaghetti and meatballs, would it? Yeah, yeah. Because they wouldn't have been used to stuff like that, would they? and they used to love my mother's chips. Oh, yes. Spaghetti, meatballs and chips. So we used, she never knew whether she was going to have two, three or ten for dinner, but she never complained. And we weren't... It sounds like she quite liked it that way, having a busy house. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, we weren't that secret. Uh, she was always home. What characteristics have you got from her? She was, she was gentle. Gentle? She was lovely. Yeah. They used to call her the Italian angel. Oh, that's lovely. She was lovely. She she couldn't speak much English. She spoke to us in Italian. Yeah. And we answered her in English. So tell me about Christmas when you were a kid. Christmas, we used to go every Sunday, we used to go to church. Yeah. Moorfields at the back of Liverpool Street. Right. Still there. And when we came home Christmas Eve, yeah, there used to be a table laden, ham, all the cheeses, uh, uh, mortadella. I don't know if you know what yeah, that I know is. Mortadella. mortadella, olives, everything, and she used to make her own donuts. It's lovely, Ooh. and they had a fish called bacala. Yes, it's like cod, isn't it, bacalao? Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a, a salted fish, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. I haven't tasted it in years, but that the table was absolutely loaded. So that taste would take you right back to being a kid in Christmas, it wouldn't lovely. it? It was lovely, it was lovely. So that sounds like more of an Italian Christmas. Yeah, it was really lovely. And then when we went to bed, I would see my mother, bless her, Putting a sock, only a sock. Yeah. Apple, tangerine. Yeah. A few sweets. Yeah. And nuts. And the highlight was a Throckney bit. Oh, hello. <laughs> Go around all the beds with this little sock. Yeah. It was lovely. We had a really, really lovely. And so, what's an Italian Christmas dinner like on Christmas Day itself? What would you eat on Christmas Day? Well, we did. We would have. My mother would make her own raviolis. Ooh. And it was a all pasta. Yeah. It's pasta. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. How old? Were you? So, when your dad passed away, how old were you? Oh, I was young. Uh, I must have been about 12, 11. So, so what do you remember about him, about his person, you know, what he was well, like? He was little. Oh, was he? <laughs> he was little, but he was good. Yeah. He was good. 
and he used to wear a trilby. And what were you like um, as a kid? Were you naughty? Were you cheeky? The only thing we'd done that was wrong... Yeah. ..we used to knock at people's door and run away. And we used to call it down knocking down ginger. They still call it knock down ginger. Do they? Yes, oh, they do. Well. <laughs> now we used to, and, that went, and there was one lady, I feel sorry for her now, I suppose she's gone, she used to live up with a big flight of stairs. Yeah. She used to come there and answer the door. We used to run away. <laughs> that's not naughty, that's just that's just high spirits. That's all right, that's fine. <laughs> um. So... What else did you do during the war? Um, in the war, I made. Um, I used to paint statues, Catholic statues for Washburns and Oates in the Barbican. Yeah. I used to paint them, but I don't know why. I it was one particular statue. Yeah. I would pick it up by its head, and it used to come off in my hand. So I used to put it back on. I've done it for so many times, I left before they sacked me. They never found out. <laughs> did, you have, did you have to glue it back on? <laughs> then I just put the edge back on. Then, then I went to a firm called Lotteries, yeah. making sailors' uniforms. Oh, really? And we used to what for put, all the sailors out in the war? We used to put notes in their pockets. Now, should I read you out a note? Have well, you got one? Yeah, read, read me one sailor, out, Sailor, sailor on the sea. Yeah. If you're single, write to me. <laughs> if married, never mind. If single, drop a line. And then we used to write another one and say, if you are lonely, if you are blue... Drop me a line and I'll write to you. If married, never mind. If single, drop a line. And we used to get letters. Did you? <laughs> Is that... <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So you used to work at the place. So these are the guys out there it was fighting called, Yeah, it was called the Lotteries in Allgate. And, and you used to write little notes and put them in the pockets of the uniform. Yeah, in the pockets of the uniform. I got it here somewhere. And so they get all the so they look they first time they put on the uniform, they put their hand in the pocket yeah. and they pull out a proposition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look at that, sailor on the sea. That's fantastic. And then the other one. And so did you so that gave them someone to write to, didn't it, I suppose? That gave them someone to yeah. write to back yeah. home. And then Worked. So were you right? Did you, did a lot of people write? Yeah, you, got, no, yeah, you get the answers. <laughs> and then <laughs> I worked for a firm called Slaters. Yeah, hang on a minute. I'm still. I'm asking another couple of questions about these sailors. I think that's fantastic. So, did did a lot of people write to you and just for someone to write to, or were they looking for you know, looking for a, a wife? Well, some <laughs> some uh, didn't answer. But some didn't because I told them if they're married, yeah, don't bother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh well, I tell you what. I tell you what. That is as good a way. That's like putting a message in a bottle, isn't it? That's <laughs> a good way to meet your husband as anything I've ever heard. Yeah. 
Oh, well, my fantastic. husband, bless him, he's, he would have been 98 today. Today? Was, oh, was, it's today his birthday? Today is his oh. birthday. That's why I got candles all over the place. He was in the submarines for over five years. Wow. Yeah. What was his name? Charles. Charles. Yeah. Happy birthday, Charles. Yeah, I'll put candles upstairs all day. Oh, bless him. Yeah. I'll do for anybody that died. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So how did you meet Charles? Uh, through my brother. Which brother? Uh, Fury, the one oh, that okay. died. Right, okay. Yeah, they used to work in Spitterfield's market. So how old were you when you met Charles? How old were you when you met Charles? He died, bless him, in 95. Yeah. And if he'd lived, that was April. Yeah. Had he lived till the August, which was four months, yeah. it would have been 50 years. Wow. What's 50 years? Is that the golden? No, no, um, I don't know. When we were married 25 years... Yeah. We went to a restaurant called the Falstaff at London Bridge. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's still there. But we borrowed the dance floor from the Cafe Royal Hotel for £10. You borrowed the dance floor? From the Cafe Royal. Well, as in you took the the dance floor from one place to another? Well, from in the restaurant. Oh, OK, right, gotcha. See? Yeah. I've got the receipt here. The charge. That's their receipt. A room hire was fifty pound. Yeah. And the dance floor was twenty. It uh, was ten pound. Ten pounds. From the cafe roll. That's a bargain now. Ten pounds. Oh God! How much will it cost now? Oh God! It'll be hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds. Man. And then. Am I going too fast for no, you? You're going the perfect... <laughs> I'm keeping up. Then I work for a firm called Slater's. Yes. 
as a waitress. Yeah. And you didn't put notes on the people's meals, did you, saying if you're single? I'll tell you something. <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I used to feel sorry for the servicemen that came in and I never charged them the full price. Good for you. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to catch up with you now. I think you're fine. <laughs> but good for you. I used to feel sorry for them. No, but good for you. And I asked them to make my wedding cake. And they said they would. Who Slaters? Slaters. They would if I'd give them the ingredients. Oh, okay. And that's, I had to give them three pounds of sultanas, four pounds of sugar, and three pounds of fat. That was to make my wedding cake. Oh, look at that. Can I have, can I have a quick look at that letter? So this is from Slaters and Bodega. Uh, yeah, at Moorgate. Yeah. Dear Miss Adelizzi, dear Ad Miss Adelizzi, so it was before the wedding, mm. further to your earlier inquiry and our letter of the 5th, our bakery manager now advises that he could arrange to supply a two-tier wedding cake, £12 in weight, at seven and six per pound. <laughs> if you would provide three pounds of sultanas, four pounds of sugar and three pounds of fat, which commodities would be added to our mixing, thus making a very rich cake? The cost of the fruit, sugar and fat would be deducted from the final account. The only permitted alternative to the foregoing is for you to apply to your local food office for a permit for a wedding cake, which would still cost seven and six per pound. The cake would then be made without your commodities, but the mixture would naturally be so rich. We shall be glad to learn your wishes. I wish all end letters from companies ended like we shall, we shall be glad to learn your wishes. That's people who knew how to write a letter then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they were I lovely. love that. Yes, they oh. made a lovely cake. Oh, I bet they did. What was your wedding day like? That my wedding day. Yeah. Was very very nice. Um, we got as I say in the Italian church yeah. from Sandy's Row. I had seven bridesmaids and two page boys. Oh. There's the photo. Let's have a look at this. Oh, you look beautiful. And is that Charles next to you? Yeah. Look at all your bridesmaids. Yeah. Even the little... Oh, the little page boys are wearing white. They look amazing. Oh, and look, you've all got the floral headdresses. The, the floral... I don't know what they're called. I'm a yeah. bloke, so I yeah. don't know. Yeah, the but headdresses. The, yeah, the floral headdresses. They're, oh, that's a lovely picture. And that's in the Italian church? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. What do you remember about the day? What's your... Have you got, like, one... One, have you got a real abiding memory about the day? Naturally, we had it in in the house. Yeah. There wasn't no... We didn't have and the reception. And we had legs of lamb for our meal. <laughs> so we're like a big one. You all like just slice yeah, a bit of legs of lamb. That was our meal. Yeah. And I had a brother-in-law... And he worked in the fruit market. Yeah, this is Charles's brother, is it? No, it oh. was my niece's husband, my right. sister's husband. Gotcha. And when, the morning of the wedding, there was a knock at the door. Yeah. And there was a little van. My brother-in-law sent a big load of fruit, bananas, oranges, peaches, everything. And I said, I'm sorry, send it back. Because we can't afford it. Right. Anyway, the man came back again. 
And he says, Eli says, it's a present. Oh, that's so lovely. So we all had fruit. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, that must that shows you you were all in high regard, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And then, where the wedding went on for a long, long while. Oh, did it? But we had some friends, and they kept coming back. They came back for about four days. Every night, we would have a little party. <laughs> oh, so you didn't want it to end? So you sort of like. <laughs> Is it, now, is that tradition or is that just because you like a yeah, party? Yeah, no, we, we didn't go on honeymoon or anything like that. Yeah, but people kept coming around. But they kept coming around, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So, you get to celebrate it all over again. Yeah, yeah, we had a really, really lovely time. So you were working at Slater's. Um, and so what, what, was next, what was next for you after that? What was next for me? Oh, was the... Uh, sailors uniforms. Oh, the sailors that were yeah. lotteries. Yeah, and then uh, I, I took a shop with my late sister. Yeah. A fruit shop in Commercial Street. Oh, right, okay. And we had it for quite a few years. But my husband, bless him, used to call it a silly shop because we used to feel sorry for people. Yeah. And not charge them enough. Right. And we were... At the wrong end of the street. Uh, see, the other end was near the market. Right. Made it was busy. But where we were wasn't very busy. And plus, you were, because you've got a heart of gold. But we were you there were giving for away. a number of years. We were there for a number of years. When we moved in, it was freezing. Yeah. And we only had a gas stove because we just moved in. Yeah. And I sat with my feet in slippers in the... And the bell went. I come out to serve a customer. Yeah. And he said, do you know, love, your feet are on fire? <laughs> <laughs> the slippers were alight. How? And then I went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so where was that? Were they next to the fire or something? No, I was had my feet in the oven. With the oven on. <laughs> Obviously. What What were your feet? What Was it just to warm them up? Yeah, I was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, were your feet cold after? I bet your feet weren't cold for ages after that, were they? <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Excuse me, your feet are on fire. That's I love what that. he said to me. And then when he said that, I felt them. Yeah. Otherwise. Uh... <laughs> Goodness me. So, so that sounds like when it says when your husband called you silly because you used to you didn't used to charge enough yeah. for people you felt sorry for. So, see, I had a friend. She was in business. Yeah, she's passed away now, and she used to say, "Phyllis, if you're going in business, you've got to be hard." I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for people. That's my downfall. I don't think that's your downfall. I, I think do. that's your strength. I do. You'd be surprised. I had a friend for 68 years. Yeah. Bless her, she's gone. She was forever crying about her dogs that she'd left while she went to work. Yeah. So much so that it got me, and I said to her, look, Joan, if you love your dogs so much, give them your house. Yeah. And she took it at my word. She left them their house. She left her house to the dogs. 
In your 93 years, is there, is there one piece of advice that you would give to someone in the younger generation? Well, I always, and I'm not this is both, I always try to be truthful. Yeah. And as I say, I feel sorry for people. That has been my downfall. But I tell you what, you call it your downfall, I think it's your strength. When you can feel for people and you fulfil people who aren't as well off as you, that's that's a sign of a lovely yeah. person, isn't it? And that was Phyllis, funny, fearless and loves her family dearly. As you'll have just heard, this podcast is about sharing some fantastic life stories, but there are well over a million chronically lonely people in the UK who have no one to share their stories with. If you'd like to know more about ways to change this, then please go online and visit campaigntoendloneliness.org and find out how together we can start to make loneliness a thing of the past. Thanks again to Phyllis and also thanks to Acast for hosting this show. See you next time. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.